0: Discover Your Light podcast is dedicated towards helping the listeners realize that true power, wisdom, healing, and guidance lies within them.
1: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Discover Your Light podcast. We are your host Pavan
0: and Muskan, and in today's episode, we are going to talk about dealing with emotions.
1: So emotions are basically energy in motion because everything around us and everything within us is pure energy. And the thing about energy is that it can't be suppressed, it can't be destroyed, it can only be transformed. So this is the basic thing that we all should understand about any kind of emotion, that you can't escape from it. You can't suppress it, you can't deny its existence, especially when it is something low, something that as humans we don't really want to feel. As humans we just want to feel good, we just want to focus on the positive. The moment we feel something that is not acceptable by our own self-image, And that self-image is a byproduct of the society, what is accepted by the society and what is not. It can be something sexual, it can be anger. Any emotion that you feel that is not acceptable, you shove it down, you suppress it. And that energy now creates blocks. So awareness is learning how to alchemize that energy in a way that you are able to transform that energy that you are able to channel that emotion in such a way that it gets transformed into something really beautiful. And one example is that the people who have a lot of anger issues, who are constantly projecting their anger on people, the reason is that deep down, they have suppressed any kind of emotion within them. The thing about anger is that it is just the outlet of suppressed emotions when any emotion is suppressed it takes the form of anger so maybe you are feeling really kind of a sadness there is a pain inside you but you have been numbing yourself you have been numbing yourself through any kind of coping mechanisms and you are not looking at that pain so that pain will not take form of anger and you will take that anger out on your loved ones now it can ruin your relationships But when you become aware of that pain, when you go into it instead of escaping it, then there is another possibility. And one more energy that people suppress a lot is definitely your sexual energy. And that also gets in the form of anger if you go on suppressing it. So the key here is to be aware of all the emotions in order to deal with them. This is the first thing that you have to realize. You have to be aware of them and you have to accept them as they are. You have to stop running away from them.
0: Yes, I agree with that. So before learning how to deal with your emotions, I feel it's very important for us to connect, reconnect with our emotions because humans have this categorization of Some emotions are negative and the others are positive. Some emotions are to be feared and others are okay to be felt, or others are acceptable or non-acceptable. This very judgment that you have around your emotions is what disconnects you from your painful emotions. That's why that energy becomes suppressed. And when that energy becomes suppressed, it gets stuck in your subconscious, in certain parts of your body, in many cases, and then... It will try to find an outlet through various things because unless you course correct those emotions those stuck uh, and suppressed and denied aspects of yourself until you don't pour healing into it you don't pour love into it and you reconnect with them you won't learn how to deal with them you won't learn how to transmute that energy and alchemize that energy that the way that you are talking about yes so it's very important to first of all learn how to feel, learn how to feel. So when you are starting to learn how to feel, practice by just being present, devoting some minutes every single day or throughout your day where you are just practicing pause and you are kind of scanning your body and scanning your yourself. And in which part of your body, what emotions are arising on, what thoughts are arising within you that are connected to those emotions. And just unconditionally, without any judgment, without any kind of categorization, you just feel them. Just keep feeling your emotions and allow yourself to see these emotions as a messenger that are here to help you, to guide you towards Where you can work next on your healing journey and what you can reintegrate from your past and what you can use as a tool to learn about yourself better, to learn about how you are doing in your inner reality. So say that during your day, you're going about your day, you're doing some kind of work and in the middle you become very, very aware for some time and you connect with your emotions you realize that this sensation doesn't feel very joyful or doesn't feel very happy. So it may be sadness, it may be anger and you allow yourself. First of all, you have to understand that you have to become open to your emotions. So your emotions are like little children that are crying for your help. So if you don't open yourself to those emotions, then those inner child aspects of yours will not feel safe to reveal themselves to you. So how will you be able to understand them, gain information from them and reintegrate those aspects within yourself? So open yourself unconditionally and take those emotions as a part of yourself. Own your emotions. Own what emotion is arising within you. And this takes a lot of courage because... To be honest most of the activities that unconscious people play today no judgment and no offense but let's talk facts most of those activities are designed for them to run away from how they are feeling to run away from their inner reality to numb themselves to escape themselves to not accept themselves to reject themselves to deny themselves so First of all, when you will open yourself to feeling your emotions, you will see you will realize that it's like a floodgate that opens up because for such a long time you have been trying to put up a barrier, you have been trying to control something which is which cannot be controlled, which is meant to be alchemized, and you again and again you have been shoving it down, you have been pushing it down, and then you lose control and it's like you are all over the place. Yes. So you have to lovingly set this intention that I'm going to allow myself to feel. I'm no longer going to be afraid of my emotions. And whatever comes up, I'm going to embrace it. I'm going to embrace it. Yes. So after opening yourself, you have to learn how to embrace your emotions by being unconditionally present with them.
1: Now the major problem for us is that we are thinkers. We are not feelers. This society manufactures head-oriented people. And the matrix glorifies the people who are head-oriented. It basically doesn't want you to feel. Because feeling can lead to oneness. Only through feeling, we can have empathy. We can have compassion. We can have a heart-to-heart connection. Even when we talk of love, we think of love. We don't feel love. Whenever we are talking about any type of emotions, whether it is happiness, bliss, love, we are thinking about it as an event in the future, like it is not happening now. So when you are in your head, you are always in time. You are existing in time. You are logical. You are thinking about feeling. So in order to feel, you first have to get down from your head to your heart. Because when you are in your heart center, you can get outside of time and you can feel everything in the now. And when you get in this moment, then only you can experience life to the fullest. When you are in your head, you are not experiencing life. You are just in the stories of your mind. You are in the story of what love is. You are in the story of what bliss is, what happiness is, or what any emotion is. You are just thinking about it. So the major task for us right now is to unlearn this thinking mind. To stop believing in the lies that the society, the system, feeds us. Like literally it is something really good for your soul. So when you start unlearning these programs and drop down to your heart center. And when you start feeling safe in your heart center. When you start feeling that it's okay to feel. It's okay to stop thinking all the time. To and the another thing about the mind is that it is always in fear and when a person is in fear they can't be open to love fear and love are opposite frequencies fear keeps you on guard fear keeps you in survival In fear, you are always in separation consciousness. That is the very base of your ego, that you are thinking that I am separate from the entire existence. And there is not one thing that connects me to everything. And on the other hand, love is that thing itself that connects you to everything else. It is that oneness. But the ego is afraid of that oneness. Because in that oneness, there is no individual existence of the ego. So when you feel that oneness by dropping from your head and that is why the very core of meditation, all kinds of meditation, what I feel personally, the very core is to make you free from your mind, to make you free from all your stories, to make you live life in this moment, to make you more present because the moment you are here, because you're always here. Whether you are conscious or unconscious, you're always here and now in this present moment. But to be open to it is another thing. So when a person becomes a feeler, when a person becomes heart-centered, when they are free from their minds, when they are no longer operating from logic all the time, logic can only help you in the physical dimension, in the physical world. You want to do something, you want to earn some money, And in all the physical activities, definitely use your logic. But when it comes to your internal reality, when it comes to life, when it comes to happiness, bliss, relationships, love, drop your head there. Don't be logical about it. The more logical you will get about these things, the less you will experience real love. The less you will experience real bliss of life.
0: Yes, absolutely. So, one of the practices that you can do to connect more with your heart center, if you're someone new to it or just you would like to connect with it more, is something that I practiced a lot during the beginning of my shadow work journey. So, this exercise involves you com- completely uh, shifting your focus from your head, from your thinking mind to your heart. Now, when you start intentionally bringing your awareness to your heart center, I want you to close your eyes and feel in this moment right now how it feels in your chest. How does it feel in the middle of your chest or in general your entire area around your heart? There could be different sensations arising within you. There could be a familiar feeling that you get again and again and you don't understand why. To connect more with your heart center, now imagine and visualize that there is a channel that's moving, that's entering into your heart. Horizontal to your body. It's piercing through through your chest. And it opens through your back. Now this channel is like a halo of energy. It's like a halo uh, halo of energy. And feel as you are breathing, you are inhaling. That prana is moving inside. Energy is moving inside your heart, your chest area. And when you are exhaling, it's moving outwards from your back. When you are breathing, feel as if you are breathing from your chest. You are inhaling, you feel the energy in your chest and then you are exhaling again. You feel the prana through your back and out of it. To connect with it deeper, now imagine that this halo Is wider and wider now imagine this channel directly linked to your auric field your emotional body and as you inhale and exhale you allow in energy and you also are able to give you're also able to release the more receptive and open that you are the more this auric field expands the brighter, wider, clearer, and more crystalline it becomes. Allowing you to open this channel of infinite love, of forgiveness, of healing inside your own heart. Now as you are doing this, I want you to carry this experience with you Whenever you are dealing with your own emotions or whenever you are dealing with someone in your daily life, it could be a situation, it could be a person, this will help you to respond, to deal with the situation with that love energy. Because when you are in your mind, you respond out of fear, you make choices out of fear. But when you are in your heart, you're not only healing and compassionate and loving towards yourself, but you will feel and experience a shift in response that will arise within you very, very naturally when you are focused in your heart center. So this practice, if you do it daily, it will connect you with this specific region of the infinite awareness of your beingness. Because your heart is like an individual of its own. Your your brain, your mind, that which we call mind but we cannot touch it, it's also like an individual of its own because we have given so much energy to it. That fear-based thought form, you can call it, that lives inside the collective web of unconscious so your heart is like an individual of its own it has its own inner it has its own air guidance system and i feel like the guidance of your heart comes directly from the source it's a direct reflection of the source energy you can call it god you can call it source whatever you want to call it or it's this divine intelligence it's also the portal through which your higher self guides you. Because when you haven't unlocked your intuitive abilities yet, your heart is what really guides you towards that intuitive knowing. And then you move upwards in your chakras and then you learn how to express yourself lovingly and then towards your third eye, you learn how to discern. You learn how to dissect information. You learn how to see beyond the veil of the illusion. You learn how to see deeper beneath the surface. So that is why it's so important to connect with your heart chakra. And to be really honest with you, we are titling this episode as Dealing with Emotions. But what we are really actually here to help you is to connect with your emotions deeply. Because... Connecting with your emotions is going to directly link you with your intuition. It's not that all your emotions have to make perfect sense, but they're always carrying a message for you. And the more you connect with your emotions, the more you are able to mother your emotions to be specific, the more intuitive you will become. Because your intuition talks to you in various forms, in form of visions, in form of images. And also your emotions are directly guiding you towards what's going on in your inner reality. So if you are someone who wants to be more connected to their inner guidance, you will have to learn how to follow the compass of your emotions. And anytime a negative emotion arises within you, the first step again, be open open to experiencing those emotions. Number second, connect with your heart center. And then, you can link back to where you experience that particular sensation in your body for the first time in your life. There could be a memory, uh, an image that's connected to it. It's okay if if nothing comes up but by and by you will start to realize, you will start to connect the dots of what particular trauma in your life was left unresolved because of which this emotion or this aspect of you is still stuck in that time and that's why You keep juggling with why you feel the way you feel. You think that there is something wrong with you, but there isn't. So the more you connect, the more you align.
1: So let's just say that you are feeling emotionally overwhelmed. And someone triggers you. So you have two choices. You have many, but let's just say you have two choices. That either you can react at that time. You can get into that reactionary mode and you can project everything on the person who triggered you. You can blame them for whatever you're going through right now. And you have the excuse as well, which is your overwhelming emotions. So the ego uses all these things to justify the blaming. The ego is really a trickster and it wants you to be just you know, play the victim about your emotional state that you are not in control of how you feel that someone else is responsible for that. And you will see that majority of unconscious people operate like that. They are constantly finding scapegoats. That who should I blame for what I am doing or feeling or being that my existence is a byproduct of someone else's doing, which is a very false narrative as it is making you powerless. It's taking your power away.
0: It comes from disempowerment.
1: It's absolute disempowerment. It has nothing to do with empowerment at all. So, the other choice you have whenever you get triggered, don't react at all. And remember that state, remember that trigger very deeply, carry that feeling with you. And whenever you have time to sit with yourself, whenever you have the next moment to just breathe for a moment, five, 10 minutes, you have just for yourself, wherever you are. Now try to, the idea of this practice is to, instead of escape this feeling, we have to go to the origin point of this feeling. Because usually we want to escape from what we are feeling. We are really good at escaping. We are really good at coping. So here you don't have to escape. You have to go to the origin. So when you react, what is happening? That energy is getting out definitely it is getting out but it is not for your highest evolution and you are not either alchemizing it you are just blaming someone for it you are just reacting so the energy is not being used wisely let's just say that it's leaking but when you go to the origin point that very energy it can be anger it can be something else you can crystallize that energy when you come to the source the origin point that energy becomes crystalline it takes the form of your pure being it becomes one with you so whatever triggered you remember that feeling and just drop your head connect with your heart take a few deep breaths and simply say to yourself that I accept this emotion, I accept I'm feeling this way and just say to yourself that what is the origin point? What is the center, center point of this emotion? So when you stop running and just have the enough courage to face then something beautiful happens. If you go enough inside of pain you will find that there is no pain left. That pain can become your power then. But if you are running away from it, you are afraid to face your pain, that pain will possess you. But if you go into the pain, something very different, something very beautiful can happen that can only be experienced by going into it. You will find that there is no longer any pain. If you really go to the center, at the very center point, that pain will make you more powerful because you will be at the very origin of that pain. I am talking about energy here. So that energy crystallizes. It takes the form of your pure being. It becomes one with you. And now the energy is not leaking. It's not going anywhere on the outside. It's actually coming back to you. So this is not suppression, this is actually taking that emotion as a part of you. It is like owning it and bringing it back home. And that origin point can begin with some subtle memory that can pop up from your past. Some experience like trauma that you went through. So when you will ask for the origin point, something like that can pop up. But the more you go into that memory, that flashback, that trauma, which we want to escape. But the more you go into it, the more you are going at the center, at the very origin point. And the more you go into it, instead of running away from it. Because the mind is a coward. Ego is a coward. Ego doesn't want to face anything. It doesn't want to take accountability of anything. It wants to escape everything. It has the fear of identity crisis it can normalize anything it can normalize suffering it wants to identify itself with every next thing with every next thing whether it is suffering or whether it is happiness it doesn't care all it wants is identification because identification keeps you safe it keep it gives you an identity that you are this Now live in this little bubble. Live in this little box. And that box is limited. That box can... You know, you can normalize anything. You can normalize suffering. That's what we humans have been doing. We have normalized suffering through our cultures, through our traditions. We have given them beautiful names. Oh, this is our culture. This is our tradition. So we normalize suffering through that. This
0: is how we do it.
1: This is how we do it. (laughs) This (laughs) is how we suffer. So... Find the origin point instead of escaping from it, face it, and this crystal form of that energy is simply an alchemy, you are alchemizing that energy, which earlier was getting brained because of your reactionary mode, now it is simply getting back to the source, and now it has become a nectar, a nectar of your being.
0: Hmm. So how I see it as is connecting back with your vulnerable self. So I feel that is the origin point for me because it's like, say that an emotion of anger is arising within you or irritability is arising within you. That irritability is the first layer, the surface layer of the emotion of your vulnerable self. So the first layer co- could depict irritability and anger rising within you and if you remain present with that irritability, anger, you unconditionally embrace it you allow yourself to feel it completely you allow yourself to let it take over your entire body because you're welcoming the message that it holds now you are intentionally sinking deeper into that emotion so another layer will reveal itself so say that beneath that irritability is you feeling sad is a huge sadness. So, as you connect with that emotion of irritability and anger, you may find another layer beneath it and that layer may depict sadness. So, as you sink deeper into those emotions, you may start to find yourself feeling this infinite and endless sadness in your body and again, you have to allow yourself to embrace that completely. You have to be unconditionally present with that too. As you do that, and as you stay patient with that emotion you are sinking deeper you're going deeper within yourself and then another layer will reveal itself to you and that layer may depict you feeling completely helpless and hopeless yes so this could depict your vulnerable self how your vulnerable self is truly feeling so your vulnerable self Maybe feeling completely hopeless because its needs aren't being met or completely helpless. And from the surface level, how it's appearing to you or to other people is you being irritate, irritable or being angry, those kinds of things. But your vulnerable self has a completely different story and it's just the tip of an iceberg that's being revealed through your physical personality. But when you connect with this vulnerable self, you're no longer going to react from that space of being angry. You're no longer going to project yourself. Instead, it will open you to feeling so compassionate for that aspect of you that feels helpless, that feels like its needs aren't being met. It could be coming from a past childhood memory where you had to grow up too soon or you had to become independent too soon or... You weren't given support. It could be so many things, yes. So say that. Let's take this example that you weren't given support in your childhood. So growing up, you always felt like you have to do everything on your own. You have to do everything on your own. Otherwise, you will be shamed for it. Otherwise, you will you have you will have to face the safety. You have you will have to face the unsafety of being dependent on others or the unsafety of including others in your situation, yes? So that deep helplessness or hopelessness is calling out for your help. That's why this burst of anger arises within you. So in this example, you have to connect with that childhood aspect of you, that little girl or that little boy and face them directly, meaning connect with them directly as your adult self and provide them with loving and healing support and asking them or intuitively and telepathically connecting with what needs are being required by them that will help you in the present to feel safe, to feel happy or to feel supported in general. Yes, so if you don't have someone around you or if you don't have a loved one or a partner or a, or a genuine friend, then your adult self can actually act as that ally or that parent for your inner child. And you can start to meet those needs. And when you connect with that aspect, you'll realize that the needs are really very simple. But it's just the disconnection that has caused this huge fragmentation or this huge, uh, you can say, separation or... Uh, disconnection basically. It's it's the disconnection word is really coming strongly. So it could be something like this childhood aspect of you just wants you to take some rest and stop working all day and all night. Or it just wants you to play or it just wants you to make some friends. It could be so many things. So as you start practicing these things in your daily life, you form a deeper connection with that aspect of you that feels powerless or that felt hopeless in that past situation. Now you are reintegrating that energy and it it's going to be a process that requires you to take small baby steps, but it will get better the more you will connect with it. And more aspects may come to your realization the deeper you keep going within yourself. But what this is going to do is this is going to enhance your ability to connect with, to accurately connect with what's going on in your inner world. Yes, because you are directly following your inner compass. But when you are in your mind or your ego, your compass gets all messed up. Because you start thinking there is something wrong with you. You project onto the other person. So many things. It's like so much confusion. There is so much mess. So, I suggest if you are experiencing high emotions right now. Or at any phase of your life. And you are overwhelmed by the by those emotions. It's very important for you to heal in private. To spend some time healing in private by yourself. If you have someone who you genuinely, genuinely feel safe with, who is conscious, who you know you can connect with and share your emotions vulnerably, then definitely do that. But first of all, you have to do it for yourself. First of all, you have to accept how you feel and be present with those emotions. Be present with those aspects of yourself and be present with you.
1: And we talk about dealing with your aspects in our first episode, Shedding the Past as well. We have gone in really deep and there are many other practices as well. So if you are interested in that, you can check out our first episode, Shedding the Past. So one thing that I feel is very important because we are talking about dealing with emotions is dealing with our sexual energy. Now there are a lot of practices that people do which is to harness the sexual energy. Now the thing about it is that from which space are you doing those practices? Because one thing is sure is a fact that you are a biological being. That you have this energy in you. So if that practice says that you can't this energy out you can't use that energy and some practices even say that it is a sin you can only take it to the higher chakras but don't use it through the lower chakras so this is something that creates a conflict in you because biologically it will happen to you you will have those thoughts you will have those feelings and because of certain rules of those practices, you will start judging those biological experience. So one thing you have to realize that any practice that is creating conflict in you, for some people it can work, but for you individually, if it is creating any conflict, if it is leading to suppression, it is making you repress your energies, then it is not healthy for you because it will create more and more anger in you. It will create more blockages in you energetically. So the key here is that whatever you are doing, do it from a place of acceptance. That accept your sexuality, accept your biology. Don't repress it. The no fab. For a lot of people it works, but it is not tantra. It is not Taoism. You can look into the work of Mantak Chiya. Cultivating this energy. He has books as well on that. Because. Nofap is all about. Just suppressing it. It has nothing to do. With circulating that energy.
0: And there is a lot of shame. that There is a lot of
1: shame. Especially in men. The nofap is. A lot about men. And they have no clue. About this. Energetically. They are physically seeing only. This act. That they are not doing. The masturbation. But they are not looking at it as energetically what they are doing they're suppressing themselves and they will take it out in form of anger so do it from a space of acceptance if you're trying to cultivate that energy if you want to take it to the higher chakras first accept it at the lower chakras accept its base nature its core nature there is a reason that that energy is at your root and sacral chakra
0: because otherwise what's going to happen really and i'm speaking from experience you can cultivate it and you can harness it into higher and higher chakras, but that shame will still reside in your lower chakras. So just quickly, I will share a little bit of my experience. So I, I harnessed that energy for like more than a year. And that was a very conscious and intentional choice for from my part because during that dur- duration, I learned so much about how how much we can harness that sexual energy instead of just letting it drain or... How can we consciously create our reality through that? But moving forward, I realized that there was a lot of shame within me. So as I was setting this intention of raising this energy only to the the higher chakras and harnessing it and not indulging in it physically, I realized that I was breaking a lot of generational patterns and generational uh, curses, you can say, or generational traumas when it comes to sexuality. So that phase of my life was very important for me. But the, the next level of my journey that I had to unlock is to let go of the shame around it. So just like you said that it could be different for different people. So if you feel like right now in your journey, it's time for you to harness it instead of releasing it, then that is okay. But you have to realize that this journey is all about acceptance. It's not about rejection. And this could be applied to any area of your life. The entire meaning in the core of spiritual experience is to accept yourself. Because even when we are facing the shadow, we are in that acceptance zone. So I had to work a lot around releasing that shame because that shame is what acts as a block towards us feeling safe in our own bodies. We don't feel safe in our bodies because we have been shamed so much for our bodies, for our sexuality, for our senses, for our animalistic nature and that shame, we want to escape it and we want to exit the body and we want to channel that energy into higher centers and we think we are doing the right thing. But the deeper there are deeper levels to spirituality, there are deeper levels to whatever you are practicing and it's up to you if you want to go into those deeper levels or not. So your blocks around shame are directly linked to abundance, are directly linked to you seeing yourself in the entirety of who you are. It's directly linked to your sovereignty, it's directly linked to your authenticity. That that lion, lioness or dragon energy of being absolutely unstoppable and fierce and sovereign is not excluded from you owning your sexuality completely it doesn't matter if you want to indulge in it or you want to harness it it's an important part because it's literally your life force energy
1: now the greatest barrier that you will face is that in our present society like we discussed earlier that we are head oriented we are mind oriented so we have even made this entire sexual energy a mind concept we don't feel about it anything we are thinking about it that's why there is so much watching these things reading about it no judgment here but if you look and understand deeply what we are doing is we are thinking about that activity you are thinking about sex you are not feeling it you are not connecting to your body you are just thinking about it and you are indulging taking that energy out so what Tantra says is accept that energy instead of being in the mind Get in the body. Don't think about it. Be. Just be that energy. Let every cell of your body feel that energy. Don't reject that energy. Don't judge it. Don't call it a sin. Accept it. You are born out of it. You are born out of it. You can't escape from it. So when you accept it, not from the mind, but from the feeling center, you feel what is happening in your body. While you're physically indulging in any kind of act, you are feeling that energy instead of visualizing, instead of thinking about it, you are feeling that energy. And when you feel, you're able to get grounded in your body. You're able to accept your biology. And you are able to see something that the mind can't make you see of this energy. The mind can only make you experience this energy on the physical level. And that is a very small sphere, a very small space. But when you get in the body, when you completely accept it, now this energy can take you to something higher. Because you have accepted it. Now that energy can take form. From physical to spiritual. It doesn't happen through denial. It doesn't happen through suppression. It actually happens through acceptance. So once you have accepted it, then it becomes more effortless for you to take it to higher chakras. Then you will not do from a place of guilt, shame. You won't have to suppress your lust because you have experienced love. Lust is the absence of love. Lust is mind. Love is heart. When you are thinking about it, you are in lust. You are reading, you are watching. But when you are feeling it, when you have just the right thing, you know, the pure essence of that thing, when you have just touched it, why would you require the aspects of it that just touch the surface? You have known the core. When you have known through the love energy so it becomes easy for you to direct it upwards then that energy can circulate effortlessly and the very and at the very point when you are feeling that energy your heart chakra is getting activated that energy is able to at least have a connection the sacral chakra the root chakra has a connection with the heart chakra but when you are in the mind Forget the heart chakra, you are not even connected to your roots, to your sacral chakra. So you can't escape from it. Realize that this is the very base life force energy, all emotions, everything in this existence and your body is a manifestation of that life force energy. You are born out of it. So the more you create a sin around it, the more you create a judgment around it, you are not accepting your existence, you are not accepting life because everything is flowing, everything is really filled with that life force energy and the reason that I am discussing this is because a lot of emotional imbalance, anger management issues people become really angry if they don't accept this energy So it's important to talk about this because to deal with your emotions, you have to understand it's really basic energy, it's very basic form, which is the sexual energy.
0: And what's so beautiful about what you just explained is that it links directly to you attuning yourself to your emotional body because if you are able to meditate and connect with your heart completely while you are feeling your sexual energy, in that moment, you will feel the sensations that you haven't felt before. So what will happen in your daily life is as soon as you get triggered or a certain kind of emotion arises within you, you will know it better because you are so much connected with your body. You're no longer shaming it. And because you are so attuned to it, you will be able to process it. And another thing I want to discuss is, emotions need release, so that release for you could be crying, that release for you could be channeling it channeling it into some kind of creative endeavor, that could be you exercising, and that could also be used when it comes to your sexuality. So, if you set an intention, if you intentionally connect with that particular pattern or emotion that's stuck in your body, you feel it first and then you set an intention that through this sexual release, I am going to let this energy out of my body. So, your complete intention is you are you are gathering that energy together and you are setting an intention that through this release, I am going to release this unworthiness. I am going to release this fear around money. I am going to release this uh, fear of suppressing myself. I am going to release... This lack of self-expression. I'm going to release this uh, disempowerment that I have been holding my entire life. And then watch miracles happen for you. Watch miracles happen for you. Because it's, at, at that very moment, you are becoming a lion and, or a lioness. You're literally channeling dragon energy. That's what you're doing. And the thing about sexual energy is that you, you have to, when you connect with it, with its core essence that is from the love vibration and not the lust or the mind, naturally you are able to connect with its divine essence. So you don't abuse that energy. You don't abuse that energy. So in that very moment, feel your guides, your angels, your higher self your ethereal supporters, whatever you feel resonance with, being with you at that very moment and helping you to feel your fucking infinite essence in that very moment through your sexual energy or through you processing your emotions and feel your sovereign self, feel your authentic self. What are you afraid of? Let it out and let it go. Let this stagnant energy leave your system and transmute it, alchemize it, whichever resonates with you. So anyhow, you have to understand that every single aspect of spirituality links to every single other aspect. Yes, so as I as just talked about anger management, I felt like, with the word management, I really don't like it because managing is, again, something around controlling it.
1: It is like a therapy It's in like the West. a therapy. It is a therapy. What I mean by that is, it is a psychological therapy which people are given anger management issues. Hmm. This is like a diagnosis. Yeah. That you have anger issues, so you should do some anger management. It's
0: like you're shamed for your emotions, yeah, exactly. alerting you that you're surrounded mm-hmm. by people who don't treat you rightly or that you feel powerless within yourself. So, your emotions are like symptoms. They are like smoke to the fire of your trauma. So, when the smoke arises in your life, directly go looking for the fire intentionally instead of judging the smoke, instead of categorizing the smoke, instead of boxing that smoke. So, connect with that fire completely, metaphorically meaning that aspect of you, and work with it directly. And you will move so many steps closer to connecting with that aligned space. So you will no longer judge your emotions. They come and go like waves. All emotions, experiences of your life, you're able to savor with, with acceptance, with embracing them, not through rejection.
1: So to sum it up, I would just share the very core teaching of Tantra, which is accept and transcend. It's not escape and run. It is accept and transcend. Because when you accept, you transmute, you alchemize. And that itself is transcendence. That is ultimate transcendence. That you become the creator. That you become the one who can alchemize energy. That's transmutation. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We shared a lot of information. And thanks for tuning in guys. Much love to you all.
0: And stay blessed.